1: Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Nope. No, no I said Ace, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Fratelone's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 866, June 9th, 22, uh, 2022. <laughs> it was 95 degrees on this day on three occasions in 1911, 1973, and uh, 1973, I, I wrote down the second run wrong. It must be 1976 huh? or something.
2: You want to start over? <laughs> Again? <No>. 39
1: <laughs> degrees on this day in, in 1915. And just for fun, uh, I like to do this for every month. 25 of the 30 warm weather, warm weather records for May in this neck of the woods were established before the year 2000. Oh. Before the year 25 of the 30. And who
2: are those records brought to us by? Well, they're brought just by, uh, by uh, Aquaside. Okay.
1: White Bear Lake Company. They've been keeping beaches free of algae and weed, weeds for more than 60 years with a complete line of uh, products made right there in White Bear Lake. It's a White Bear Lake problem. And you can tell, uh, other people have told me by email, they can tell when they go by an Aquaside treated beach because that's where all the kids are. Mm-hmm. The water's clear. The Aquaside products are easy to use and they work quickly. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe. There is no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquacide today, and man, are we heading into a stretch of swimming weather. Mm. Call Aquacide today. They'll help identify your weed problem, get you the right products, and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquacide at 1-800-328-9350. Or if you know what you want, go to aquaside.com. Aquaside pellets are the top seller and they usually ship the same day. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with rookie on production, Chris Revers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee. Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. Purely by happenstance, and I'll explain that in a moment, uh, Timbuktu has written, a flash flood in Rapid City killed 238 people. Fifteen inches of rain fell in less than six hours. 720 homes were swept away. Families were stranded in trees outside their homes waiting to be rescued. Over 5,000 cars and trucks were destroyed. Wow. Not today, but a half century ago. Today is the 50th anniversary, and this email is dated today. Today is the 50th anniversary of the Rapid City flood of 1972, which was the sixth deadliest flood in U.S. history. Even if you were alive then, you might not remember the Rapid City flood because it occurred before the era of hysterical weather reporting. In 1972, it was reported as a human tragedy. But today, the media would tell you that 15 inches of rain could only be caused by climate change. Mm -hmm. But there are inconvenient truths about 1972 that even John Kerry cannot deny. The world population in 1972 was 3.8 billion, which is less than half of what it is today. The number of cars, planes, ships, factories, cattle, everything that emits carbon dioxide was less than half of what it is today. And the two, uh, two largest countries in the world, China and India, had just begun the process of industrialization. The World Atlas Atlas has compiled a list of the 10 worst floods in U.S. history, and all of them occurred a long time ago. The most recent was 1977, that's 45 years ago, uh, and the top uh, top 10 leads, of course, with the Johnstown, Pennsylvania flood of 1889, 2,209 dead, followed by St. Francis, California flood of 1928, 431 dead. I won't read you the whole list, but they're all a long time ago. Uh, even even 1972 is now 50 years ago, and 1977 is 45 years ago. Those are the only two that we could really even call the modern era. The rest: 1913, 1911, 1927, 1913,
3: 1937. So, so there were disasters throughout history, yes, not just but, in the but last let, 10 years. To, to absolutely rest
1: his case, okay. this is where the uh, happenstance part comes in on page 2 the uh, the uh, propaganda <laughs> Sooch. page search uh, look at the look yeah, at the monitor yeah, yeah. look what i had yeah. up waiting for you to finish <laughs> the, the propaganda page uh, has as its lead story today climate driven flooding risks tainting well water and i said to myself hold up and i didn't know minute. i was going to get it. tim's email Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something, Something ain't, ain't right. right. Wouldn't all flooding be climate-driven? hmm Yes. I know, <laughs> Tim. It's just going to have to hang on a minute. Okay.
4: All right. And uh, part of that story, we're talking about wells that are still open on top. Like, it's the 1800s. Right. Drill yourself a new well. You don't have to have an open
1: well these days. And this reporting is so poor that the lead is, this is out of St. Louis, after a record-setting Midwestern rainstorm that damaged thousands of homes and businesses, Stephanie Johnson's farmhouse in Blandonsville, Illinois, didn't have safe drinking water for nearly two months. Nowhere in the story do we learn what that so-called record-setting Midwestern rainstorm amount was. Right, right. Fifty years ago, it was 15 inches in Rapid City. But what a wonderful uh, way to prove his point. Today, that flooding, they'll find a reason. And this one is tainted wells, okay? So uh, climate-driven flooding risked tainting well water. In 1972, people were suffering in Rapid City, South Dakota. But it wasn't delivered with the hysteria that we now come to expect. The Reverend Tim Christopher wishes to join us. And you know what? That's a surprise to me, Tim. What's on your mind?
5: Hey, how we doing, Joe? Good how are you? you. How are you? you? I'm good. I'm good.
1: What's up? Um, what's on your mind?
5: You know, I just, just want to come in and uh, talk to you about a little bit about um, what's going on there in, in Minneapolis and, and uh, the way that these so-called lawmakers are running things and running things in the dirt and uh, these shootings, these killings, and uh, nothing has been done about it. No one's talking about those things. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just getting to the point now where we're we're wondering why uh, are we letting the killings happen? Why are we letting them go? Why are we not talking about it? Why why are our black lawmakers are not coming to the forefront and start saying, Hey, enough's enough. Why don't we have them?
1: And this is a man, G. Ellers, as you well know, who's out on the streets. He sees this firsthand. What is your position on the availability of the AR-15 style rifles? Would you be in favor of raising the age to twenty-one?
5: Yes, yes, I am. Good, good. yes, I am, and, and I and I have one. You know, yep. so I have I have a couple. Um, I'll be totally honest with you. I am I am part of the Minnesota Gun Caucus. Mm-hmm. I back them one hundred and ten percent. But, um, yes, I am, I am 110% on board um, in saying that we need to raise the age limit. And I know everybody has that whole saying, well, when they go to war, when they go and sign up for the military, those kids who sign up for the military, they're under supervision. They're under guidance. They're being learned. They're learned how to use these Weapons.
1: That's a good point.
5: Uh, kids out on the streets right now, the boneheads, the 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old criminal thugs have zero clue on how to break that thing apart and clean it. They mm-hmm. have pretty much zero clue even how to load it. They were just handed a gun with 30 rounds in it and saying, go shoot somebody. Would go you beat at somebody.
1: Would you be in favor at the request time of purchase that the uh, juvenile records should be unsealed? I yeah, am. In, in,
5: I, I, yeah, I am. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm behind
1: that. Okay, let I'm me give sure. you a little something about that uh, Jordy just sent me. Uh, there's, an a, there's an NBC News story out that two brothers, 14 and 11, are accused of stealing 22 firearms for a Florida gun shop. The 14-year-old was charged with violating his probation time for some super-duper enhanced probation and no ice cream at snack time. And as Jordy notes, good things those juvenile records are not available for future gun purchases. They should be. I want to know that <laughs> if this if this 11-year-old idiot makes it to 18, I want to know that he tried to... He stole guns when he was 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: And,
1: and,
5: and, I, and I know... I know that they're trying to keep that type of stuff off the record, but at some point in time, look, uh, I, I, at some point in time, we've got to have compassion for these kids who are dying in these schools. Mm-hmm. Right. And I understand what everybody say. Well, we need to harden the schools. I agree with that. Do we need to give parents, I mean, teachers, firearms? No, we don't. Mm-hmm. But my thought is, hey, Give some of these here veterans who will stand outside in a guard shack, give them the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. But as far as these kids running around here who have juvenile records, especially a firearm juvenile record, Mm -hmm. firearms are in their record. Yes, that's got to be open. We need to know who has their hands on these firearms.
2: Sir, uh, we don't part ways there. I agree Reverend, completely. Reverend, um, uh, I think Kenny might want to ask this too, but I, I'm curious to get your answer. There's been a lot of talk of you know, gun reform, new gun laws here both locally and nationally. What type of impact would new gun laws here in the state of Minnesota have an effect on downtown Minneapolis?
5: Nothing.
2: I, I was just going to say, zero. No.
5: Zero.
1: These crimes zero. are being committed with uh, kids who own these guns illegally.
5: That's right. Yep. That's right. So so no matter, you know, the, the, the red flag bill, uh, that's not going to do anything because because the people in the community and this is what I keep trying to make people understand. And these lawmakers who don't come down and talk to the people do not understand the point that no black person in the community is going to tell on somebody because snitches get stitches. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. So, so the red flag bill will not work in North Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Universal background check will not work in North Minneapolis. You say what's going to work when you arrest these people with these guns, Mike Freeman and, and the likes of Mike Freeman, you have to prosecute them under the gun law. And they don't do that.
1: Well, Rev, you've got a woman running for a Hennepin County District Attorney. It's, it's Mary Moriarity, isn't that correct, Kenny? Many uh, Mary, yeah. yeah. And yep. she uh, she is uh, uh, adamant about not putting people in jail.
5: Yeah. yeah, she's a Democrat, so why would I vote for her to stay with the same thing? Right. Well, I, I have I have zero. I have, look, if you're going to come and you're going to do what the law says, and you're gonna you're going to hold everybody to account, you know. Uh, I, I'm 100% behind you. Right. But if you're gonna come in here with the same crap that they, you you're pulling right now, mm-hmm. where you just want to slap people on the hand, let them go, and hope and pray that they do better. Yeah. After people who's doing these carjackings, what did they, they get out all, they, they go in on a Monday at at, at 8 a.m. and they're out by 10:30, so they can go find their next next leg. That's right. We we we've got to stop that. We've got to. Sign. I keep saying this is what I, I, I and I'm going to say it until somebody finally listens to me. I went up and I spoke to some lawmakers about opening up Totem Town, mm-hmm. but don't open up Totem Town in the same way that it was before. We need a scrupulous a, a a a a military style school for these kids that's what that's the only thing i don't you can you can put out all the gun bills you want you can give the police all the money you want to give them you can try to arrest as many of these kids you want but until you give them some type of structure it's not going to work and somebody needs to start trying to understand that but they don't want to come in they don't want to sit down and they don't want to understand what's going on and these black lawmakers call himself doing something for the community which they're not just will not will not hold your 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 governor to the fire
4: right go- why? Why? why why is that rev the,
1: the, ideology like what, over policy uh, Kenny. I don't
4: understand right. why violence and crime in ward 4 and 5 and parts of 3 why does that go ignored but when something happens in like say in the south side 13 11 12 that makes big news. Why do they always ignore the North side? What's going on there? And it's like it's black politicians also, like you said. Why is that?
5: It's too much work. These people don't want to put in work. That's true They want to, they want to write some little bill that they say, oh look at this here, climate change, we got this bill climate change and, and you know and that type of stuff. They, these people do really don't want to work. Your black lawmaker really don't want to put in the work? Mm -hmm. Ward 4, I mean, Ward 5, TD5 is the worst, it it literally the worst district in the state of Minnesota. You would think the black lawmakers would put their heads together and say, we need to go see this governor, and here is what needs to be done, governor. When the governor comes in and he kowtowed to certain churches in the black community, those pastors would say, Governor, this is what we need done. It's too much work. They don't want to put in the work.
1: Well, I'm sure That's you found it. Oh, I'm sure you found that Ilhan Omar's been very helpful, haven't you?
5: Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, um, yes. He, look, if, if, Don Samuelson, if, if Don Samuelson starts doing what he's supposed to do, then maybe we can get somebody up there who actually is going to give a damn? That's right. And that's all I've ever asked for is for somebody to give. I went to Republicans. I went to the. I, I tried to talk to some of the Democrats. They, I'm serious when I say this. They don't give a damn. They really, honestly don't. They give you a bunch of noise. Tim Walls is coming to the black community. He'll go to his safe spot. Tim Walzick never came down to 704 right. and had a conversation with me. Right. The black, the, the, the black senator in in, war, in 5 w- w- would only give me, Democratic senator would only give me 15 minutes on a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Those are the type of people that we're dealing with. I
3: but, think it's noteworthy, uh, Rev, it's Rook here. Uh, when you're talking about gun laws and changing all these things, black people don't shoot up schools. But they shoot themselves. That's right. And uh, it, it's, it's, I don't know if it's ironic, I don't know what it's, it's not ironic, but you know when a, when a white kid shoots up at school, it gets all this attention. When there's shootings in Chicago North Minneapolis, wherever, every weekend and kids are dying, eh, it might make the news for three seconds, but it's not something that anybody focuses on. I think that is uh, tragic.
5: Because we don't focus on it, right? We don't. We don't even focus on. If 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 you go down right now, you go down to North Minneapolis. You start talking about the shootings and the killings. You're gonna hear people go, "Oh yeah, it's, it's bad." And and look at this memorial. I mean, every tree in Minneapolis shouldn't be a memorial right. with teddy bears all around it. Yeah. You don't see that anywhere else. Yeah. But we don't talk about those things. We we don't hold these politicians feet to the fire and say, you know what? Put some money into the community. Let's do something different with some of these buildings. Put some fast food restaurants down here so these kids can have a job and have something to do other than run the streets during
3: the summer. So what you're saying, basically, for inner city, plug in whatever city, ain't none of my business, doesn't work anymore.
5: There you go.
4: Rev, how many people residents of uh, four and five care about uh, climate change uh, can you give me a count on is it one maybe maybe two
5: well, there's a couple of white people down there to do <laughs> <laughs> home run reverend
4: home run are you saying don't <laughs> give
5: a damn about no damn climate change thank they, you they, they lust- you know, the only climate we care about is, is, is how many shells are going to be coming out of the sky.
3: Yep. yep. So you're saying that those back backyard uh, get-togethers over North or wherever, climate change rarely comes up, huh? No, it doesn't come up. You you ain't hearing about no climate
5: change. They ain't trying to figure out uh, uh, what, what 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 tomorrow is going to bring. Who's going to get shot? Who's going to die? In what corner?
1: Yeah. Rev, give us but the name I, of your church again so the GLs yeah, can stay in touch yeah, with you. Yeah, tell
4: us how GLers can help out if the politicians are. What can we do?
5: You know, everything's going to be moving over to Berean Missionary Baptist Church. Um, my, you know, my, my pastor passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are going to be changing over there. I'm going to be playing a bigger role. So um, with the especially with the outreach coming from the church, and uh, making some things happen this summer. We're doing everything we possibly can do to get as many kids off the streets, because that is the problem, get these kids off the street over at 704 30th Avenue North Burren Missionary Baptist Church. So right. many of these kids we can keep off the streets and gets off the streets. We're going to try to do that.
3: If you know any black mentors, GLers, send them to the Reverend. That's what they need. They yes. need those mentors, and that will change their life.
5: Yes. If you know any, any mentors, any, anyone who want, wants to step up and, and help us do what we're going to be doing um, this summer out of the church, please, please get in touch with me because, like I said, as many of these kids we can keep off the streets this summer, that's going to be a life save. Believe you me when I say that, too.
1: Tim, thank you, and as always, stay in touch.
5: Uh, thank you, Joe. Thank you, guys. I so appreciate you guys. All right. Thank Go you. Rev. You gotta Tim
1: Christopher. Say, uh, I mentioned before, the weather is... Pe- I have a piece coming up after this break that absolutely corroborates his view of the political class. Oh, it's very, very ironic that that, that, that story you developed today. <laughs> the weather's turning. Uh, it's a great bicycle riding season is approaching us, whether it's an electric bike or a scooter. Go shop your favorites at EcoFun Motorsports, the brand-new location on Highway 97 in Forest Lake, one block west of I-35. There's more than 25 different types of electric bikes available. Kalen Bloom, uh, Tim's daughter, uh, is really a nationally recognized expert on the use and fit of uh, those uh, B1 Bentelli bikes, Bintelli step-through electric bikes, fat-tire electric bikes, over 25 different types of bikes in stock, 49 CC gas scooters on sale for 29.99. They turn every urban errand into an adventure because they get 115 miles to the gallon, and all you need is a driver's license or a moped permit. Youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock, Crossfire 200 fuel-injected golf carts, and I said yesterday... There's going to be another EcoFun Motorsports location in the South Metro. Hmm. I can't reveal any more Come details on. in that. Do but tell! EcoFun Motorsports right now, though, you find them in uh, the brand-new store, EcoFun Motorsports on uh, uh, Highway 97, just a block west of I-35.
3: It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe
4: Suchere. I think I might have sold a Toro mower to a friend of mine this morning. So I'm I'm trying to get his kid to uh, mow my mom's lots in town so I don't have to. The kid put his foot down. He's not getting on his dad's zero turn anymore. And I started to tell, this is my buddy Rocky. You guys know Rocky, right? Yeah, anyway, uh, I started to tell him, toro makes this great 60 inch uh, zero turn and it's got this suspension system and rocky goes you mean the my ride system and he goes yeah but i can't find them anywhere i said you gotta go to tri-state get yourself down to little canada or burnsville or hudson and pick them up because tri-state has got a bunch of them in stock and they're selling them at incredible deals a 60 inch titan max zero turn msrp eight thousand dollars by the time you get done with the toro promo part price and the 800 bucks off from tri-state you're paying six thousand one hundred ninety nine that's twenty six horsepowers uh, horsepowers, you 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 heard me right, horsepowers. Uh, a five foot deck, and it's an amazing machine. Uh, they also have a Toro Titan on sale. My ride suspension, that's the cushy one. Throttles, levers forward, you're going wide open. It's like you're riding on a cloud, baby. Fifty uh, four inch deck, the Toro promo price six thousand seventy nine uh, seven ninety nine. But again, Tri State knocking off eight hundred bucks for you, GLers. Five thousand nine hundred ninety nine. That is affordable. Heavy-duty beast. They'll, they'll tackle any yard size for you. Um, and Tri-State carries everything. Everything Toro makes, you can see at Tri-State. Check them, check them out on the website, tristatebobcat.com. And just for us fathers, GLers, a 0% financing deal for 42 months. And since you love the Toros so much, Tri-State has decided to honor all the GL-only sale prices on Toros they've had for the last few weeks. Uh, Those prices and deals available in all three locations, like I said, Hudson, Wisconsin, just off Rice in Lille, Canada, and down in Burnsville, Highway 13,
1: Tri-State Bobcat. All right, Tim is frustrated with the political class. Okay. Listen to this. This is a Five Highway News piece. Outgoing Minneapolis Office of Violence Prevention Director reflects on legacy. <laughs> yeah, no. we hardly knew ye. Babe Ruth has a legacy. Okay. <laughs> Willie Mays has a legacy. All right. George Patton had a legacy. Got it. You don't have a legacy, lady. <laughs> Sasha Cotton is preparing to leave her position as Minneapolis' first ever Office of Violence Prevention Director. Her departure comes amid a recent increase in violent crime in the city. Mm-hmm. Cotton has accepted a deputy director position for the National Network for Safe Communities with the John J. Oh, she got a promotion! Of criminal justice, this role will allow her to do violence prevention prevention work on an international scale because she did such a hell of a job here. Apparently, she can fail at the
4: global level.
1: Right. Her last day (laughs) in her current role is uh, July 15, according to a news release from the city. The city reports Josh Peterson will assume the position of. OVP interim director, and Jennifer White will remain community and interagency engagement manager. All of this is BS. It has been some of my highest highs and really hard moments, Cotton said. The last couple of years, cities across the country have seen exponential violence in Minneapolis. Certainly not any different. Cotton started working on ways to prevent violence in Minneapolis in 2014. <laughs> I started with a budget of just over hundred grand, she said. It grew. It later grew into a multimillion-dollar budget and a new position. She became the first director of the Minneapolis Office of Violence Prevention. Cotton explained her goal was to create funding and access for underserved communities hit hardest by the violence. Hmm. We funded around 85 programs, and most of these were serving communities of color and led by communities of color, so I felt like some goals were accomplished, Cotton said. The people who we serving are having better outcomes than their peers who have not accepted services. We're uh, seeing decreases in their recidivism rates as far as incarceration. We're seeing increases in their access to education and employment services. B as in B, S as in S. As violence soars across the state, Cotton explained the leadership that's left behind is built to move the program forward. This is all, this is, you know what this is? It's kind of sad. Yeah. It, it, it just, I mean, she's just steeped in the BS along with the rest of them. This is a made-up job th- with no measurement for achievement, and we're going to worry about her legacy? And the fact that this is the norm. I don't even want to read about the rest of it. It's all so silly. It's just silly. Forgive me
2: if you mentioned it. What publication did this appear in? To our own Five Eyewitness News. Hmm.
1: I'm absolutely not concerned about our work falling apart, Cotton said. What
0: work? What work? Um, uh, Joe, go, go to the last line of this story if you really want to be... Uh, oh, hmm. John, why why do you do that? Well, I'll get to it, John. <laughs> okay, all right. I, that, well, that one kind of hit me right in the forehead when I yeah. read it.
1: Cotton said the city is in good hands following her departure. I absolutely... <laughs> I absolutely, uh, don't
6: know that. I
1: absolutely am not concerned about the work falling apart, Cotton said. I know that the folks on the ground who are doing this work are passionate and committed. About what? Getting a root beer float? Wow. Final sentence.
0: Last line, yeah.
1: Cotton is also leading the St. Paul Police Chief Examining Committee. (laughs) What? She she said she will stay in this role until the search is complete. We're doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed.
4: (laughs) Wow. Incompetence rewarded.
1: We're doomed. Lady, how do you have the nerve to wonder what your legacy is? You don't have a legacy. The legacy is increased crime since you created an Office of Violence Prevention.
3: Who in the
2: hell are you? What a bunch of bs. You know, because we're gonna ha- we have audio coming up too. I know later in the program, but do these people actually believe what they're saying, or do they know that they're completely full of crap? And this is the only thing that's going to save their bacon?
1: No. Uh, it, given the uh, given the dynamics of her profession, she believes that. She believes that. Wow. She believes she's done something useful.
4: Well. If she was truthful, she would have said, I uh, I failed in this position. The position created is um, ridiculous, and uh, I failed at it, and I'm hanging my head in shame. And, yeah, like you said, uh, violence is on the rise, and I had no impact whatsoever. And I'm going to retreat into the private sector
2: and never work in the public sector again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or a simple, my bad. <laughs> you know, what a what an utter failure.
1: Well, I only... Uh, noted that because, once again, serendipity, uh, it, it corroborates what the Tim Christophers of Minneapolis have to deal with. Yeah. Someone who actually thought she was accomplishing something. Yeah. And, and there's, there's no accomplishment whatsoever. Most of these bureaucratic titles involve titles that uh, create jobs that cannot be measured for any success or achievement. Yeah. And were held hostage to their ideology instead of intense and wise policymaking. Well, I think, uh,
4: uh, I, I would assume going, she knew it was a
1: BS job going in, right? She had no impact whatsoever.
3: I, well, it's that's, such giving, a woke-
1: that's giving her a lot of credit to think she knew it was a BS job. This is just the world she lives in. She's just a third railer, a lifer, who will presumably, I hope, never suffer the consequences of the fact that she didn't accomplish anything. You know what that position
4: needs? It needs somebody like the Reverend Tim yeah. or Don Samuelson or somebody who lives there and knows um these folks and he knows the the kids holding the guns and he knows the, the victims and the moms and the grandparents. Well, now that's now that what we that know, position needs. Well
1: now that we know that since twenty fourteen with a budget of a hundred grand and it's now a multi million dollar budget, does he does it even need to exist? It hasn't accomplished anything and cannot because these people don't even know what the problem is.
4: And that budget, where is that going? Where is that being spent? Oh, I
1: bet she made a fair amount, but she's got deputies and chiefs and they had to buy computers, robodexes. Okay, so (laughs) it doesn't go into the community? Yeah, there's programs, she noted, that they've distributed money to programs. All right. Yeah.
3: (laughs) But has she decreased violence, which would be her key role?
1: No. I'll tell you what i'll tell you i'll
4: tell you something right
1: now go i want to talk about gas prices because i have some interesting ways to to look at it the current headline on the drudge report oh yeah usa shock 95 bucks to fill up the family car and i i have a uh, are you ready rook yeah because i have a uh, I have a new and a bit of a despondent thought about this.
2: I have a noted friend who is a gigantic lefty that posted about this, Mm -hmm. and he's a public figure. Mm -hmm. Said, I can't believe this. And Mm -hmm. then you should see the replies. I almost took a screenshot but thought, I'm not going to do that to him. (laughs) You know what's going to
3: force people to do these high gas prices? They're going to be walking more. And if you're going to be walking more, I want you walking in Chet's shoes. That's right. comfortable You know, that's shoes. a way to look at it. It, isn't Brilliant. it is. It is. If you're Brilliant. More, that's one hell of a takeaway. <laughs> I want comfortable <laughs> shoes, and you get comfortable shoes at Chet Shoes in Spring Lake Park. They have a huge selection of great shoes and boots, including Keen Utility, Timberland Pro, Danner, and many, many more top brands. Here's the best part. Chet Shoes now fits all of the United States through their website. Yes, countrywide. If you're listening to GL outside of Minnesota, you can still get a wonderful fit at Chet's Shoes.com. Buy your shoes and boots the right way. Go to the experts at Chet Shoes in Spring Lake Park or online, it's plural, Chet's Shoes.com. They'll get you into the perfect shoe or boot at a great price. Chet's is a third generation family owned business. They do things the GL way. Visit Chet Shoes in Spring Lake Park or shop them online at Chet's Shoes.com. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Happy walking.
2: Hey, you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time now, and the reason that I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. I'm going to slow down and do this spot, Joe. Actually, it's two reasons. It's trust and it's results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. You hear the saying, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain by booking a free 48-minute evaluation with Josh today. There is no obligation at this meeting, so call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did.
1: Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant,
2: LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice.
1: Chris Reavers is a paid Endorser. <coughs> ah, there
2: we go. Or keep the coffin. I'll just keep it in. Yeah. Realizing. This guy wears Realizing. many hats, <laughs> just not indoors. A little peek behind the Joe curtain,
4: yep. At 11:55 a.m., Matthew Mikulski, as he's listed in my phone book, sent me a picture of a shelf full of sea foam. Explain yourself, Matthew.
3: I have uh, Echo products for my uh, weed whip. It is from 1998. You started, it, you started it one time in the studio. That was the blower. That oh. was the echo blower. This oh. was the weed whip today. I was doing some <laughs> weed whipping, and she was, uh, she was coughing up a little bit and, and yeah. bellowing smoke. So I ran right. over to the hardware store, and I purchased seafoam, and I also got the uh, high-mileage seafoam for my car, right. poured it right in there, and yeah. she was purring in no time. Do you think I, – I think
4: the Weed Whip and the Leaf Blower are the most neglected, beat-up, use them, abuse them, and put, a, put them away wet machines Guilty. that we, we own. You're yeah. describing Same me. here. You're Same describing here. me. And now when I yeah. do
3: the Leaf Blower, which I haven't started up yet for this season, first thing that's going in there is seafoam.
4: Yeah, I normally, at the first uh, run of the season, I just dump out what whatever was in there last year. Uh, fill it up, put in the sea foam, fires right up. Use it, abuse it all summer long. It's Same amazing. deal. It's amazing. A- and I also live in a town where the Knack Hardware Store sells everything um, you need as far as sea foam, the Deep Creep, the Motor Treatment, the High Mileage Marine Pro. the stuff works in everything: dirt bikes, go karts, mowers, outboards, tractors, trannies, uh, you name it. And the seafoam Foam Deep Creep, it's amazing stuff. Works better than any other product out there. Thankfully, GLers, we can find these things everywhere. Our own knack hardware, big box stores, bakeries, uh, jewelry stores. If you have to run to the store and, and buy your wife some uh, toenail polish, Matthew, you'll probably find some Sea Foam there. <laughs> oh, a yeah. local company. Uh, okay, so I might have stretched the truth a little bit there. Uh, but, yeah, a local company, a global reach, a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. Foam.
1: can't believe you're starting it indoors. This is
5: what he
3: did. Here she goes, boy! Rev it up. <laughs> Woo! Now Joe's rethinking it because he sees the Some smoke. Nothing but okay, smoke. Okay, okay. Shut it Shut it off! <laughs> God, we really have to talk to the Echo people. I have three pieces of machinery from 1998. You're I'm kidding. Sure My Echo use. blower is that old. Yes, yeah. That was Johnny Kaufman was the sales guy. Wow.
4: I uh, have both Echo and Steel, and I love both brands. I love, I love them both.
3: Uh,
1: I don't know what compelled. Oh, Kelsey sent me a picture. You're only you're worried about catastrophic rise in ocean levels? Mm-hmm. He sent me a picture of oh, the Statue of Liberty I saw this. in 1920 and the Statue of Liberty today, and there's not a dime's worth of difference at the water <laughs> level at the base of the mm-hmm. island on which the Statue of Liberty is located. It's almost as if
2: the photo was taken yesterday. That's right. It's just uncanny. At 4 o'clock of the afternoon.
1: And I don't know what compelled Jordy to dig this up. This is a story from 2019, and I remember us discussing it. They're so bold now. How bold. The Mysterians are so bold that they've admitted that the climate deal has nothing to do with the climate. The transition. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's chief of staff, Sekat Chakrabarti. Admitted recently that the true motivation behind introducing the Green New Deal is to overhaul the entire economy. I've been trying to tell people that for years. Wow. The interesting thing about the Green New Deal is it wasn't originally a climate thing at all, Chakrabarty said to Inslee's climate director, Sam Ricketts, according to a Washington Post reporter who attended the meeting for a profile published Wednesday. You guys think of it as a climate thing? Because we really think of it as how to do your change the entire economy thing, he said. They've, but, they admit it.
2: They said the quiet
0: mm-hmm. part out loud.
1: But that was in 2019. Uh-huh. I, don't,
0: he, I, I was going to say, he said that before, yeah.
1: We've talked about it on the show before.
2: No.
0: Mm-hmm. But again but, again, but again, it, it has no
2: impact on half of, of our country, right? Nope. They, they, they're just going to continue to buy this crap anyway. The Biden White House is attempting to deflect from the
1: dire state of affairs, rampant inflation and ever rising gas prices. As White House Press Secretary John Claude Van Dam on Tuesday claimed that the administration understands, but asserted that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. We understand that people are feeling, feeling this. They are feeling the increase of prices, which with food in particular right now and gas that that is, that is something we understand uh, Jean-Pierre said during a press conference this week. I, I think uh, Jean-Luc Picard said that. We, uh, we have that audio.
6: And what we have seen is historic numbers. We are in a historic uh, uh, place in history, uh, historic place right now, as we, have, uh, as we look at uh, where we are with the economy. Very, very different than where we were a year ago. And that is also, because of what the president has been able to do with a, with a comprehensive plan to get people vaccinated, with a plan to get people back to work.
1: Okay, we have to change our opinion on the price of gas. How so? Buy it while you can. No, uh, it's not going to get lower. Uh, the only that. thing we can hope for is a completely new Congress and administration. That's right. the only thing that can possibly make a difference. But these people have given us every sign that they have no intention of doing this, and the oil companies are no dummies. They're sitting back, and they're just paying out to their shareholders because they, they know that if a new... Uh, if Once things settle down, if they ever do, Biden will just be, go back on his rhetorical rant about the dangers of fossil fuels. So get ready. Th- th- these aren't coming down. So we have to figure out a new way to adjust Ooh. to that reality. Uh, I was looking at a piece today under that verify section that Carol Evan runs. Mm-hmm. Yes, U.S. gas prices are lower than these eight other places around the world. To which I said to myself, so what? uh don't live there don't care hong kong $11.21 a gallon norway $10.82 a gallon denmark $10.32 a gallon sweden $9.33 a gallon netherlands $9.11 a gallon israel $8.30 a gallon germany $7.89 a gallon And France, $8.50 a gallon. Uh, In comparison, the average price of gas in the U.S. right now is about $4.96 per per gallon as of yesterday, according to AAA. So it's true that many industrialized countries, including those highlighted in this post, have higher gas prices in the U.S. Uh, Why is that the case? Well, because they don't produce oil. We used to. I, I don't, we don't live in Hong Kong. We live here. and Gas has been our lifeblood, and it's being condemned. Joe, that's why I've been saying we can't wait for the midterms. We can't wait
4: for Biden to get voted out. We need change right now, today, yesterday.
1: I don't know what that would bring that about.
2: Right. They're committed to this. Well, that one guy that John mentioned last week in Missouri, he had a really good idea. Yeah. All we need Biden to do is just replace Kamala Harris with Trump, and we're good to go. They're (laughs) committed to themselves
4: and their obscene ideas. They're not committed to us, the American people.
2: No,
1: they are governed by their own ideology, which has nothing to do with most of us. Mm.
2: With most of us. But how do they seriously not see, we've brought this up a 100 times, but how do they not see that the price of fossil fuel affects everything? Because at some point... They're going to have big-time donors. You mentioned Target yesterday, saying, uh, "Hey, folks, uh, we got some problems here that are writing pretty big checks for campaign
4: uh, contributions." That's what's going to have to happen. You're right, Chris. That I think that's a good mm-hmm. angle. Yep.
2: Thank you, Kenny. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about wow. me.
4: Well, it's not just Target. It's <laughs> it's everything to... across the board. Everything. Yeah.
2: And, and what's
1: demeaning is the likes of this Corinne Jean Pierre, uh, yeah. who is not capable of this job that she not she wasn't hired for her intellect and her
2: she does the Kamala by the way have you noticed that yeah when she's speaking she's nodding up yeah, and down you better like go get it, it you hair. know because uh because I'm really smart no you're a babbling idiot no but she's
1: she's asking us to disbelieve our own eyes right she's asking us just to disbelieve our own pocketbooks
2: but Joe I mentioned this to you before the show Biden has what, uh, you, Johnny, you had it the other day, 38% approval rating? Well, whatever the number is.
0: Uh, 33, I
2: think 33% maybe. approval rating? Yeah. Who are those people that think he's doing a good
1: job? Oh, the careerists like this Sasha Cotton, who has the made-up job as violence prevention director. So, okay. Uh
4: the piece you read about from uh, Ocasio's uh, spokesperson, where mm-hmm. did you find that? Where was that? Because uh, yeah, that... That should be a screaming headline on every single newspaper and TV station in the country.
5: Well, That's it was from 19, 19 years old 2019.
2: Old and it was a Yahoo news I remember it vividly.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, We talked about it. Yeah, Joe we talked, talked about, about it when yeah. it happened. Well, we did. Didn't yep. it come up? Mm-hmm. Was it shortly after or shortly before she uh, was voted into office? Wasn't that why it was that yeah, it surfaced? Yeah. yeah. Wow. She's a puppet for whoever's running this
1: show. the president. Mm -hmm. It's worse than a hoodwinking. We're just, we're being... Okay, and what we have to accept and what we have to figure out how to calculate is this isn't going to be solved by this administration. No, it's not. They uh, have swallowed hook, line, and sinker. The whole idea that this country needs to run on a green revolution. We've we've come up with story after story after story of how incredibly difficult that will be. Maybe in a hundred years from now, you could pull it off.
3: When's he like? What are you? A year and a half out?
1: Well, the no. the the, the crackpot at the tennis tournament said a thousand eighty-eight days or something. Mm
2: yeah why'd he come up with that number i wonder i don't know it's a she oh it's just she i'm sorry
3: check that change yourself to the net
2: yeah these prices though they're just they're not
4: just gas i mean everything have you bought a two by four lately uh anything construction related oh, uh, yeah. has skyrocketed and the guys i'm talking to are saying and there's no shot of this coming down at least under this administration we're talking hvac plumbing um, lumber, everything you need to build a house. Con- concrete. My concrete um, contractor was telling me the other day how much it's gone up. It's obscene. I'm I'm paying twenty five hundred dollars for a piece of concrete that would have cost me
2: eight hundred a couple of years ago. So uh, a good friend of mine sent me an article, Joe, and I forgot to forward it to. You. I apologize. But basically, the gist was the the rising cost of everything. So this is basically they're windmilling themselves. Okay, the rising cost of everything in our lives today is going to result basically in higher education continuing to suffer. Meaning, people aren't going to be able to afford to send their kids to school anymore because of the rising cost. Which I think, uh, I think, is a good thing. Sure, unless yeah. unless you're, you've mentioned this a, a million times, unless you're going for something individually specialized, it's pointless.
1: We, we I, I casually wondered yesterday about. Whatever happened to hydrogen powered vehicles? Remember that? Yeah. Sure. And I got a note uh, from uh, Bill Loftness, who writes 34 and 1 half minutes into today's June 8, 2022 program. This time it was you who asked, Whatever happened to using hydrogen? That question came up almost 17 months ago, and I responded. I think you actually read my missive on your podcast the following day. Please review those comments below as I believe you need a refresher course. Thank you keep up the good course. work, but pay closer attention. GL is not the failed academy, and you will be graded so uh, <laughs> wow okay on january thirteenth twenty twenty one bill wrote. Sorry to pipe in again, but for Pete's sake, people need to think. About an hour and four minutes into the Wednesday 113 podcast, Kenny, I think, asked about hydrogen fueled vehicles. No. Okay, let's very briefly explore that. One question What causes hydrogen to, bur- to burn to produce energy? Answer Combining with oxygen. Two question After getting the energy out of it, what is the byproduct of burning hydrogen? Answer Dihot dihydrogen monoxide better known as water Mr yes, President would you like that, to weigh in No no I'm not done <laughs> with this hydrogen <laughs> Question What is to be done with the byproduct after burning the hydrogen in our vehicles Answer Nothing it's clean water exhausted out just as we currently do with our carbon emissions or better yet stored in a reservoir for recycling Question What happens to that water when it's 20 below 0 in Minnesota Answer um it freezes on the roads <laughs> or in the reservoirs or in our vehicles rendering all road travel impossible Uh-oh. oh and of course there is the matter of getting the hydrogen in the first place a process that requires more energy than we are able to get out of it this bit of insight from a hopelessly cylinder poor gler who is ci is only one-tenth of his age i mm-hmm. guess we now know why we don't have hydrogen cars in minnesota guess yeah. yeah, so You'd be creating
3: your own skating rink as you drove He's down the road. Jones
2: rink. and he can't help himself.
3: Who is Drogen? and why are we always saying hi to him? Who? Drogen. <laughs> Hydrogen. Yeah, why are we always saluting him with the salutation? Hydrogen. Hydrogen. So you want to know who Drogen is? How you doing today? <laughs> you got yourself in trouble. You, you got the heat and dug yourself a whole, whole lot of business. Water. Yeah. Sir, are you in favor of increasing fossil fuel production? I dug for fossils in grade school <laughs> down in Texas. we had some uh dinosaur fossils, but they never had fuel what do you What do you do with fuel? you use them to power your vehicles. Why does it have to do with fossils uh, because like dinosaurs them uh them flying things what were those things because the fuel. Pterodactyl. it starts with a P. always confuse me the the fossils are are I thought there were two of them, oil is a, a pair
1: of dactyls. Isn't it true that oil is a fossil oil or it results from it, fossilization?
0: It, it is. Yeah, now advice. you're using yes. those
3: big words. I'm going to go back in the hole. All right, thank you. It's yes, a bleep sir. that word, isn't it, Mr. Let's President? Yes. Well, Let's Mr. Come.
4: President, I thought you had oil oh, wells. Weren't you in the oil business?
3: Yeah, we're in the business. <laughs> we made some money. <laughs> Cold, hard and cash. didn't you own,
4: weren't you a part owner in the Oilers at one point?
3: No, no. The, the Rangers. No, Rangers. Oh,
4: Rangers. I'm sorry, Mr. Not President. from New
3: York, though. The Texas Rangers. Right. Baseball. You're a big fan of the ball. The, I the played in at the Harvard. Ball. Yeah, you did. Harvard. Mm-hmm. It was very hearted at Harvard. <laughs> We're going to come back with John Hyde. Really? But
2: first, Mr. President, I'd like to tell you and all of the GLers (laughs) about our friends at Hofferman Water. They are an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems, including water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems. And of course, they have drinking water systems. A new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot do. They will cut down on salt usage, they will protect your appliances, Bad water affects nearly every single aspect of your home, and I'm not kidding when I say that. I am a satisfied customer of a Kinetico system, and they are going to make massive improvements to every single aspect of your home. Your showers are better. Your laundry is going to be better, and not to mention your drinking water. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I had my Kinetico system installed as soon as we moved into our new house, and boy, I got to tell you, it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. Call them today, 952 894 4040, or just go online and visit them at HoffermanWater.com. And please let them know that you heard about it right here on the Garage Logic Podcast.
4: Mr. Fender Bender Mender, his real name is Mike Schoonover. He's with us today. Schoonover Body Works and Glass, 1060 County E in lovely, leafy Shoreview. Uh, the web address, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Schoon's the sole sponsor of Positive Wednesday. No, it's Thursday, Kenny. Week's almost over at GL. Uh, hey, hey, Mike, how are you? I, I hope you're uh, not as scatterbrained as I am today.
6: Sorry, Kenny. Your stand-up routine is wonderful. <laughs>
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> so I hear through the grapevine you're looking for an estimator now I knew a guy that was an estimator for a body shop and that was a pretty good gig for him he had many many years of experience under his belt working at a body shop and the estimator gig he stayed fairly clean during the day didn't do a lot of heavy lifting and uh made a nice living I- I- am i right or am i off base there
6: no you, you you're you're right but uh you know it's uh it's, uh, it's a it's a busy job. There's a lot to do. You got to be organized. You got to be able to negotiate. You got to have a good bedside manner, as we call it, with your customers, and keep yeah. informed. And uh, and you got to have the technical expertise to know, you know, when how you're going to repair something and how you're going to estimate something. So, but it, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, eight nine hours goes by very quickly in a body shop.
4: I'm guessing you'd have to know about unseen damage. I mean, sure, there's a big dent in the side of that car, but what's going on behind that dent?
6: And that's where the experience plays in. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't know, you're not going to guess is, you know, that that's that's kind of a, you know, cardinal sin in our in our deal is if you don't know the answer, then you got to find out and right. don't guess cuz that just leads to more trouble.
4: Does the estimator have to deal with the insurance company?
6: That, that is um that is their sole responsibility is is they are the buffer between <laughs> The customer and the insurance company. So they go to bat for the customer. So um, when they're servant when you when you look at their job, yeah. their job is to serve the customer and satisfy the customer and then the job is very easy because that is the simplest Job description you can have at, else, they...
4: as a customer of Schoonover Body Works and someone who uh, has not had to deal with my insurance company. I would suggest paying this guy, put this guy at the peak as far as payment goes. <laughs> you cannot pay those guys enough for dealing with not only the customers but the insurance company. Wow, what a gig! But you know what? Um, I guess it might be better than uh, throwing mud, as as we say, or painting all day. I don't know. Uh, I, W- what would you say? Not well, a bad job.
6: All, I'm going to keep you out of the shop, Kenny, if you don't mind.
4: <laughs> yeah. And,
6: yeah. uh, and yeah, no, Good it's, idea. it's great. It's the best of both worlds because guys, guys who have grown up in the shop, they get the best, best of both worlds because they get to work in an office environment. They get to deal with customers and, uh, and then they also get to go out in the shop and, and talk with the guys who are fixing the cars and come up with a strategy to, you know, to help customers out and figure out their problems.
4: Well, if you're an estimator and you're listening to GL, uh, uh, give Mike at Schoonover Body Works a call. Um, I, I know from being there many, many times that you've got a happy uh, team there. Uh, all you guys and gals, everybody at Schoonover works together really well, and it's always a pleasure doing business up there. Meanwhile, if you need body work, hail repair, glass service, tires, oil change, whatever, uh, do what everybody does at Garage Logic. Call up Schoonover Body Works and Glass, 80 years strong in Shoreview, always one of the best shops in the Metro. Uh, thanks, GLers. Thanks for choosing Schoonover Body Works bodyworks.com
6: you cannot
3: stop him he'll just make a move joe sugeray You know, I'll tell you, when you're in business for 50 years, you get quite a reputation. And with Redmond's Flooring and Design, they're no different. They have been around 50 years. Mike and the crew over there do a fantastic job. It's Redmond's Flooring and Design. They're located in Anoka. And again, 50 years. Yep. You know what's changed in 50 years? What? The computers. They've got a great website. When I started, they didn't have a website. They do now. Go ahead and poke around there. Carpet, hardwood, tile, vinyl, waterproof. It's a a wonderful deal to have them come out because you're excited. They came out, looked at my kitchen floor. After laughing at it, going, this is your kitchen floor? Yes, we do need to update. Estimates are free. The owner, Mike, paid me a visit. Uh, He wanted to get a good look at it. Uh, This is not an overnight operation. Remember that. The people that are promising, hey, we can get you in there tomorrow, you know what? Go with someone tried and true, and that is Redmond's Flooring and Design Reviews. Go check out the five-star reviews they got on their websites from their customer. It's redmonds.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. They work with Mohawk, the biggest name in flooring, 50 years. Mike and the crew, Redmond's Flooring and Design. Please don't forget to tell them the Rook sent you.
1: Uh, Scott from Inver Grove. Told us about the dash and dine at his buddy's restaurant. Yeah. That was Digidio's. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, oh, love Digidio's. was just there at Digidio's oh. last week.
1: And he also notes, how bad is inflation? How bad, how bad is it?
3: Bad? No. no. Well, it
1: his neighbor it. just got a pre-declined credit card in the mail. <laughs>
3: hey, See? hey. See? been there, <laughs> done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know pre-decline. what? That was funny.
1: That's, <laughs> That's good. This is how bad inflation is. How, bad, how is bad is it? I saw a Mormon with only one wife. Hey. <laughs> Boom. No, more, not, not as from. good as yeah. the first one. Though. Let me see. I'll give you one more before <laughs> yeah, you Johnny's have built news. up to that one. It's yeah, <laughs> inflation is so bad. How bad uh, is it? When Bill and Hillary travel together, they have to share a room. <laughs> Kabooyah!
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Here's Johnny. That's John a great base. one. Here's London, Madrid, Bangkok,
3: Moscow, the twin cities from the four corners of the world,
1: from the news capitals at home and abroad. The day's headlines brought into focus the issues and events that shape our time. Garage Logic, the information beacon of Minnesota, presents the, the John Height News Experience. Experience. An up to the minute commentary from one of journalism's most trusted
2: voices, five time yep. winner of the Gopher yeah. Newshawk Award they play it now, once a week. With all the news <laughs> fixed <good>. to broadcast, <laughs> here's that John Height. It on, baby. John, before you begin, Joe, yeah. j- just humor me. Will you uh, get the inf- inflation is so bad one more time? Because I know Kenny really enjoys this bit, and I want to put a little extra twist on uh, <laughs> put an extra twist on this. Since we're for...
1: inflation is so bad, how, how bad, bad is, it? is it? I called to get the Blue Book value in my car, and they wondered if the gas tank was full or empty.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, look up. at Kenny. For, uh, Kenny yeah, Kenny's <laughs> devastated. <laughs> Chris, you have a cruel streak. There's no doubt about it. Well, I uh, I only Bob did that because
2: I only did that because we used to work with a guy <clears throat> when he was on a morning show. Used to that was his role was he played the slide whistle. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, before we get to the Exxon news... Mobil laid off
1: 25 congressmen. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that one
2: too.
4: S- somebody go over there and rip that out of his hands. Don't let him read any
0: more of those. Uh, before we get to the uh, news, I have some more Sacha Cotton news. Oh. Uh, not news, but uh, we talked a little bit about where all the money went for her department. Office of Violence Prevention. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, uh, back right after the George Floyd stuff, when uh, violence uh, started to uh, hit the streets, you might remember the city uh, put together some teams of what they called interrupters who yep. were supposed to come in and help stop when situations got sure. Too heavy. Sure. Uh, well, that money went to her department. Uh, that summer, $1.1 $1. $1 million went from the police department budget oh. to the Office of Violence Prevention oh, to create four teams of interrupters. Mm. Now, of that $1.1 $1. $1. $1 70% went towards salaries. Isn't that we Yeah. We're, 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 we're.
2: So wait, let me see if I understand this we're, correctly. We're, we're. You're, t- you're trying to tell me, John, that politicians used a horrific and tragic event to line their own pocketbooks, I'm oh, shocked by that revelation. Yeah, yeah. Not even politicians. That's true; they weren't elected. So,
1: were there any violence activists? Were there any interrupters? Not
2: yes. That. They,
0: they ended up hiring some. Yes, yeah, but they
4: um, didn't and, prevent anything. But and yeah, didn't, that, yeah, that's my question. And, anything at all? And the same
0: all? same story I'm reading is from December of 2020. Says the rollout of the interrupters hasn't been smooth. Right. Well. We didn't hear of them being helpful in, in any way, really, no, that I no. recall.
1: Anyway. But we're gonna, she had a legacy. I don't know what it is. That's a good <laughs> band name, The Interrupters.
4: Yep.
0: Interrupters. We uh, jokingly used to have a band called The Vacillators because none of us could make up our minds about anything. It's, <laughs> not that yeah. it's not bad. I enjoyed that one. It's not bad. Uh, also, let me use this for a personal note. Let me say a hi and shout out to Scott, who stopped me during my walk yesterday and said hi, because he recognized me walking. Weird. Oh, hi, Scott. And he listens every day. Oh,
3: so. okay.
2: Thank is you, Scott.
0: It, is it clear
3: to Scott that you are not going to develop any relationship with him? It was just nice, <laughs> nice to have him greet you. And it's great when fans well, say I, hi, I don't but so. don't come over unannounced. I, I think so. Yeah, no, Scott
2: stop by the nice house fellow. for a beer. Uh, Johnny John has a good news. selection.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, Joe. The Minnesota Supreme Court is hearing arguments today on a lawsuit over police staffing in the city of Minneapolis. Remember, a group of Northside residents filed the lawsuit. They're accusing the city of violating law by not having a minimum of 730 sworn Minneapolis police officers as required under the city charter. That 730 number is determined by population formula. The group won the lawsuit in Hennepin County Court, but an appeals court reversed the ruling. Now it's up to the state's high court to decide. The city of Minneapolis says they won't comment because... Uh, They don't speak on ongoing litigation. Follow-up to a story from yesterday. The Department of Labor and Industry reported about 28,500 Minnesotans signed up for the hero pay benefit within the first three hours of the site's launch on Wednesday. Uh, That caused some problems, and officials said they had to work with the vendor to identify and apply fixes after the high demand caused some hiccups in the application process. Department heads reminded eligible Minnesotans that they'd have a 45-day window to apply for the bonus payment. Applicants can sign up through the website. Star Tribune reporting, two men lured numerous Uber and Lyft drivers to pick them up and then rob them mm. in a violent spree that lasted more than five weeks across the Twin Cities. All this according to new federal charges. 18-year-old Shavirio Caviron Childs-Young of Brooklyn Park and William Charles Saffold, 20 of Minneapolis, were named in the 20-count grand jury indictment yesterday, all in connection with the pair's role in a plot that they routinely enforced through violent and life-threatening intimidation. Where were the interrupters? <laughs> U.S. Attorney Andrew Luger pledged during a news conference back in May that all adult carjackers will be charged and prosecuted under federal laws, as is the case here, and he promised everyone convicted would serve time in federal prison. Federal prosecutors also will devote more resources to indicting people caught possessing illegal guns or straw purchasing, according to Luger child young and saffold are charged with conspiracy brandishing firearms aiding and abetting carjacking and aiding and abetting interference with commerce by robbery former minneapolis police officer sentenced yesterday after being found guilty of stealing narcotics through unconstitutional searches and seizures Court documents from the U.S. District Court say that 29-year-old Ty Jindra was sentenced to just over three years in prison. He'd been convicted of three counts of acquiring a controlled substance by deception and two counts of deprivation of rights under the law. Uh, we have another, uh, yesterday we talked about folks who are running for Hennepin County attorney. We have a new name today in the bucket. He is uh, 10th Judicial District uh, Judge of Minnesota, former 10th Judicial Judge, Tad Jude. He wishes announced- to come
1: on our show, John does he yeah okay i heard from his campaign manager
0: he's announced he's running for the hennepin county attorney spot he's also served as a hennepin county commissioner state senator and youngest person elected to be a state representative he's seemingly making public safety the most important goal of running according to a press release he said we've seen a dramatic increase in violent crime in our communities it's the job of the hennepin county attorney to prosecute so we can keep violent offenders off of the streets Unfortunately, that isn't happening in the field of candidates seeking the office would like to continue being even more soft on crime. He joins a handful of candidates vying for the job, including former defense attorney Mary Moriarty, retired district court judge Martha Holton Dimick, and House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler, among others. Minnesota car dealers are taking new legal action to try and stop Governor Tim Walz's clean car rules. It's modeled after California standards. The new rules would require automakers to deliver more all-electric and plug-in hybrid vehicles to Minnesota so that buyers have more to choose from on the sales lot. (sighs) The state of Minnesota hopes that will speed the transition to electric vehicles in order to reduce pollution from transportation. The requirements take effect January 1, 2024, for 2025 models. The Minnesota Auto Dealers Association has long opposed the rules, saying it's a regulatory overreach, fearing dealers will get stuck with unsold inventory that they'd have to buy themselves. Yesterday, the industry group petitioned the state court of appeals to overturn the requirements which the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency adopted back in 2021.
4: Did you get the piece I sent you, Joe, um, about battery companies? Yes, I have it here. Yeah. yeah. Um, the there's the simple truth is there's not enough batteries to go around, and not enough lithium. And they can't keep up. The lithium is there, but getting it out of the ground and turning it into a battery is the big problem. So an, it's it's not going to work out.
0: <clears throat> bit of an update on yesterday's story about the man who approached Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house with the thought of killing him. 26-year-old Nicholas Rosky of Simi Valley, California, charged now with attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice after he called authorities, said he was having suicidal thoughts and wanted to kill a specific justice. Rosky told authorities he was upset by the leaked draft of an opinion by the Supreme Court signaling that it positioned to overturn Roe v. Wade. And uh, he also said uh, he was upset about recent school shootings in Evalde, Texas, according to the affidavit filed Wednesday afternoon in federal court. With never-seen video, new audio, and a mass of evidence, the House Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol will attempt to show what they call the harrowing story, not only of the day's deadly violence, but the backstory it involved. The primetime hearing tonight will open with eyewitness testimony from the first police officer attacked in the mob riot and from a documentary filmmaker who recorded everything, and it would feature the committee's accounts from Trump's aides and family members of the riot the january 6th panel's year-long investigation intends to show they say how america's tradition of a peaceful transfer of presidential power came close to slipping away reconstruct how trump refused to concede the 2020 election spread false claims of voter fraud and orchestrated an unprecedented public and private campaign to overturn joe biden's victory one witness the committee is still trying to get former vice president mike pence Pence told a Secret Service agent who wanted to put him into an armored limousine on January 6th, I'm not getting into the car. Pence was worried the Secret Service would whisk him away from the Capitol against his wishes, and the committee would like to hear about that. Some have raised questions about precisely why Pence rejected getting in the car. The obvious answer, he was there to fulfill his constitutional duty and wanted to project strength, not to let the riders flesh him out to hijack the process.
3: Where are we uh, what do we want the end result here to be? in on a one to ten scale, how important is all this stuff? It's pretty important, but I wonder why it's a prime time television show. I'm wondering that as well. That's I guess that's my question. Why is the end
4: the end result? It's a simple answer, Matt. The end result is the elimination of the Republican Party, in whatever form it may be, whether it's moderate Republicans or far. Um, Trump Republicans, they want all of them gone.
0: I uh, I disagree with that completely, Kenny. I think they want Trump gone. I don't do you? think they want the entire Republican Party gone. Yeah. It seems and like and they the elements it. of the party that are Trump best. they lot us do.
4: all in together. I, I mean, they don't differentiate between one side or the other side of the Republican Party. We're all the same person to them. It's so it seems to me.
3: But that's hmm. that's I guess what my point is. Those people that charged don't represent me. We're not like-minded people. I, when President Obama was in, when Clinton was in, he was my president. There's no, I mean, it was just it's a fact. And why they're giving them so much uh, news coverage well, is confusing I, to me.
0: I don't think. I think you, when you asked about the final thing that they want to get out of this, right? They want to know who is involved in planning it. Okay. Not necessarily the thousands that rushed the Capitol. Do you
3: think they'll ever? Do you think they'll ever find? No, because
0: that?
1: what they hope is they can prove Trump planned it, and I doubt if he did.
3: Okay.
1: I think
0: they want to prove that there were elements, perhaps, of his administration mm-hmm. that helped plan it mm-hmm. and backers of him. Johnny, when if, I read Nadia, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
2: when I read that the the portion you just read about Pence, yeah. I guess I made the assumption. Did, do you think he feared for his safety?
0: I, you know, reading that story, it's hard to tell if he feared for his safety or if he just didn't want to leave the Capitol because he knew they were trying to get him away okay. so that he couldn't certify the election. Okay. I, I took it because I don't think, to be that devious, to think that they were going to go kill him or whatever.
1: Wait a minute, John.
0: You just implied the
1: Secret Service would have been in on some sort of conspiracy.
0: If they I, whisked, if yeah, they whisked I don't, pants I,
1: away. I, I don't
4: think,
0: did you imply that, John? I didn't get that. I... I don't think I implied it, but I also there are elements. If you've read all this of the Secret Service, that definitely wanted Trump to stay in right. power. Right. I didn't. So,
2: I didn't think you implied it either, John. But I took I I read it the same way you did when I whenever when, when, uh, when I read that piece this morning. That's exactly how I took it.
0: How that they the same way that you to did to stay to certify. Correct. Yeah, I didn't think okay. there was anything de- that well. I thought it was devious, and that they wanted to get him away so that they couldn't certify. Uh, Biden but I didn't think it was devious to the point where they wanted to cause harm to Mike Pence. At We're, least I would hope not because that's you know super hmm. brief
3: informal poll here mm-hmm. of the five of us gathered on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I have no opinion. Who who would have been um um Pushing over women and children <laughs> to get into that limousine <laughs> and away from all danger. The mayor of Garage Logic. <laughs> <laughs> he would have pushed that Viking guy out of the way. Could get out of my way. I'm That's going to the my limo.
0: seat. <laughs> By the well, way. I, and a, you number. know, you make a serious point, I think, Rook, in that no matter what you think of Mike Pence, you must respect what he did that day because he could have left right. and there'd have been no certification. But uh, he could have, well, and then we yeah. got chaos. Yeah. And we did well, then, then, see, now let me take this one step further. Since you don't think Trump was involved, then Trump got what he wanted. And now you don't think he's involved, though. No, no, so.
1: I don't think Trump was involved in the planning of it, but I don't think it would have bothered him at all. Oh, God. Had him. it been pulled off. Right. I
4: would
0: agree but with But
4: what were the Secret Service's motives? And I think, me personally, I think it was just to protect Mike Pence because that's what they do. Right? Yeah. Hey, am I wrong to assume that?
3: If he gets cornered by a bunch of those dumb thugs. Well, uh, and they were uh,
0: chanting, hang Mike Pence. I mean, so, yes. Kenny's, you make a good point. They were chanting, you know, hang Mike Pence. So perhaps it was the Secret Service saying, we got to get him out of here.
2: I just think that Joy Behar should add more commentary on this subject. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
3: she, what did she probe January 6th or not? I forget I, which. <laughs>
0: i guess there's two ways i look at this if you want to think it's a witch hunt go ahead uh, and the other reason the republicans wouldn't take part they, mm-hmm. they refuse to take part they you have
4: to do. admit it does have the appearance uh, a bit uh, of a witch hunt doesn't it well, I,
0: I disagree okay. I, I, no i, 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 I thought it was
4: pretty
2: brutal Tell you the truth, storming the, the castle with torches and pitchforks. Well, I remember no, we were no, sitting we're just, here watching it all unfold on television, and it was almost like I, we were I watching think, a movie. Wait, John and I think we're talking about the investigation. The we're investigation. We're not, yeah, that's, that's what we yeah,
0: were talking oh, about. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, but if the you know if the Republicans had he, I, there's a new quote this morning, a tape of McCarthy two days after it, saying, "Yep, we got to right now get a bipartisan panel together." Mm-hmm. Well, a week after that, he said, "No, we're not, not going to have any Republicans take part in this." You know.
1: Yeah. Oh, Interesting.
3: What the hell? Well, you know yeah. what it is? It's a scab. I don't really feel like watching it.
0: I don't want to watch it. You will, will, though. I you won't be, be able will. to help I'll yourself. I'll have to, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll be flipping between that and I, the Twins and Yankees.
4: I don't know if I admitted it at the time, but I missed <laughs> the whole thing. I left here, went to my shop, worked until 6 o'clock, turned the TV on, and I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> what? Were you like that? What were you what? working on? Wait, I what thought happened? it happened. I thought it started while we were doing the show. It did. It, it, yeah, it, it was, was getting it, a little. Yeah, it was getting okay. tense
4: when, when I left. Yeah. 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 What a shocker.
3: What were you working well, on? Well, anyway. Were you making <laughs> oh. something? Oh. By don't the way, the next,
0: the next hearing, like you guys were a little worked up about the prime time thing, is not prime time. It's Monday at 10 a.m. Mm. So I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That I won't be able to watch the view. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't be able
3: to? <laughs> Sorry, Rook. <laughs> Dang. Maybe I can satellite it somehow. There was a. Few
4: you're, you're right, though, Matt. They should have Joy doing running commentary over oh. over the. Uh, yeah, oh my
3: god!
0: Yeah,
4: wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, the
0: TV
3: uh, would explode. Uh, <laughs> it would. Uh,
0: yeah. Iran has turned off two surveillance cameras used by the United Nations watchdog agency to monitor a nuclear site, according to state television, latest signs of rising tensions with world powers over the revival of the 2015 deal that limited Iranian nuclear activities in exchange for the easing of international economic sanctions. The Atomic Energy Organization of Iran removed two cameras surveying an online enrichment monitor installed by the UN International Atomic Energy Agency to monitor uranium enrichment. The report went on to say that more than 80 percent of the U.N.'s agency's cameras would continue to operate as before under the safeguard agreements. All of this comes after a snag in the negotiations with world powers over resurrecting the 2015 nuclear deal, which placed limits on the country's enrichment of uranium. Russia, one of the signatories to the 2015 deal and its war on Ukraine, has further complicated all of it these talks
3: that's pretty advanced for um, Iranian you know electronics and the guy that you know it's come a long way huh? removed the, <laughs> the camera you think they would have just some dude climbs up there on the ladder looks at it and just bashes it with a hammer
2: <laughs> how about this you guys uh, this, I, a bit of breaking news out of New York yeah I'm shocked Mayor Eric Adams is finally lifting the mask mandate on two to four year olds in preschool Wow.
0: You're telling me they still had one? Wow. I think, didn't they reinstate it two weeks or three weeks ago? Two or three weeks ago? Because it worked so well the first nine times. Right. In June this month, five planets will move (coughs) into a rare alignment, which will be visible from Earth. Joe, what are your chances of seeing this? Zero. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is easy, Joe. You'll get this one easy. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn are all lining up in that order for the first time since... December of 2004. Well, it's common to see a conjunction of three planets close together. Seeing five is rare, according to the magazine Sky and Telescope. The planets are lining up in their natural order from the sun, which is also remarkable, according to the magazine. The five so-called naked-eye planets were visible beginning on June 3rd and 4th, but on June 24th, they'll be even easier to see. Back on the 3rd and 4th, the lineup was visible with binoculars for about a half an hour. But on the 24th, Even if the distance between Mercury and Saturn increases, it's getting easier to spot Mercury, so it's getting progressively easier to see all five planets all at the same time with the naked eye. Experts say the sky on the morning of the 24th will present what they call a delightful sight because the waning crescent moon will also join the procession between Venus and Mars. Even if it's cloudy, the planet should be visible. Sky and Telescope says the best time to see the lineup is 45 minutes before sunrise.
1: You know where It'll the be best place in. to see that?
0: Seriously. The sky. You've got where? me thinking.
1: Oh, yes. Giants Ridge. Mm-hmm. Seriously, oh, no light pollution, oh, yeah. no nothing. You really, really could see it there. Plus,
2: you're farther up north. Right. It'll be light It'll out. Be
1: closer to it. Uh, home to the legend and the quarry at Giants Ridge, <laughs> the greatest value in Minnesota golf. Now, through August 29, play the legend and the quarry with lunch on them for one incredible rate. That lunch is at the Wakuda Grill. The Lakeview there is one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. See that for yourself with the 3D course flyovers of The Legend in the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. And uh, keep in mind that the 20th anniversary of The Legend is coming up June 28. The Legend sparked golfing in northeast Minnesota. And you might want to start thinking of it as a family vacation destination with nearby water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike in the Midwest, mountain bike park in the Midwest, Dining, lodging, and more. You can book your tea time online at GiantsRidge.com or by calling, call the Pro Shops. Call Call the Pro Shop. Call them 218-865-8030, GiantsRidge.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe
3: Sucherey
4: your next or maybe it's your first motorcycles waiting for you the doors are open in fact the doors have been open at good old moon motorsports family owned in Monticello for over 50 years now Uh, they've got 10 different brands that they've amassed over the years Um, toys to uh, amuse all of us Honda Polaris Yamaha Can-Am BMW Triumph Ducati KTM Husqvarna and Ski-Doo and that doesn't even include their used machine showroom they've got a bunch of used rigs there but if new is your thing moon has all the newest models in stock it's because of that it gives them buying power Uh, they can source out some of those hard to find machines that you might might not be able to find at other dealerships get on the website check them out moonmotorsports.com do a little cyber snooping for your next or your first ride And meanwhile, if you need parts, service, apparel, or gear, Moon Motorsports is the place to go. The headquarters here in the Midwest for everything you need. Look for that giant cathedral. It's a big one on the south side of uh, 94, just west of Highway 25 in Monticello, and on the web,
1: moonmotorsports.com. Larry has an FFL request. FFLF Female coin
3: limitation factor.
1: Boys, I've been listening to the show for years. Thanks to the CP, I want to share the first time in a couple of years that I have been fflf The CP mentioned time to clean the siding. Okay, I get the pressure washer out, and she goes to the store to get the magic stuff to clean.
3: Should have called Kahuna.
1: Here I am out enjoying the weather, and she thinks I need a break. She grabbed the pressure washer and took over. Question? I think I am blessed with a hard worker, or should I get a lawn chair and encourage her to let her finish the job? Aren't those the same questions? In yeah. other words, if you're not <laughs> angered by the FFLF, you haven't been FFLF'd.
4: Yeah, in my case, I would uh, hop in the truck and uh, go into town right. for an extended period of
1: time. You're, you, you, uh, Larry, you, you win both ways. If you're blessed with a hard worker, absolutely get a lawn chair. She'll finish it. But if, unless you're offended, you cannot have been female fund limitation factor. Would be my interpretation of that.
3: I think you're right. Because you're upset by the fact that your, the, your fund was taken away.
1: The true example of an FFLF is a guy sitting in his office all day long watching a foot of snow accumulate. And he can't wait to go home and do that virgin driveway with the snowblower only to discover that she had gone out there and done it. That's female
3: fund limitation factor. I would equate that with a uh, a fully... Um, plump uh, grass mowing. Okay. okay. I, wow. I would be excited to go out there and just...
2: You mean thick?
3: Thick, yeah, yeah. Thick grass, and you just can't wait to go do it, and you go home and she did it already.
1: Bodacious. After struggling on the hill. Curvy. I don't know how trustworthy... Struggling. The, I don't know how trustworthy the daily caller is. They, a, they lean a little right. It's not a website I follow. Mm. But uh, Jordy alerted me to this. It's from the Daily Caller. Hunter Biden's favorite Las Vegas hooker got over 20 grand in federal stimulus right after President Joe Biden took office. (laughs) She was granted an independent artist, writers, and performers loan for her white female-owned business that employed at least one person during the applicable, applicable loan period according to federal pay. The federal loan was issued through Capital Plus Financial LLC in April of 2021. Shortly after Biden's father became president, uh, she was granted an independent artist, writers, and performers. And uh, Jordy believes she must offer a premium
2: product. <laughs> right? ah, okay, right. I don't doubt it for a second. Boy, he's a real sleazeball, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. He should we
4: care about this or not? Because I read a lot of stuff about this guy, and he's a yeah, he's, he's a, a scumbag. Yep.
1: Yeah. Only because they come to us. Uh-huh all the way from Marleth Park in Mumpumalonga, South Africa, from the traveling Limans. It was on this day in 1871. Today's June 9th. A court orders an injunction against construction of the Duluth Ship Canal, which Duluth was building in order to divert traffic from Superior, Wisconsin, which has the natural mouth of the harbor. Duluth Mayor J.B. Culver ordered the excavation into high speed, completing the work on June 13, just before the formal court order is delivered. Duluth's reply to Superior is, you can stop the water if you can. We can't. The aerial lift bridge now crosses the canal. Hmm. And on this day in 1892, Ira S. Field died at the age of 78. He and his business partner, John Wesley North, co-founded Northfield. Hmm. And on this day in 1894, the steamer Northwest, built in Cleveland for James J. Hill's Northern Steamship Company, arrived in Duluth, completing its maiden voyage. And on this day, in 1921, the Cottonwood Oil Company, the first oil cooperative in the U.S., was incorporated. And finally, on this day, in 1979, Governor Al called out the National Guard to protect truck drivers who continued to work during a nationwide strike.
4: So, this Duluth Canal story, go back to that.
1: Yeah. I, I explain all of that to me I, again. I can't. I'm not going to. Thank you, G. Ellers.
0: <laughs> you're good. You're Why? Good.
1: You can't Why? or you don't do, want to? Do your own research, I don't want I think, to. I don't want to explain it to him. Jeez, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think the show is done. You huh? say, yeah, but what are you?
2: <laughs> I'm rubber. You're glue. Whatever you say to me sp- bounces off and sticks to you.
1: Okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah.
2: Rook. We're not here tomorrow, but there'll be a show. Yes, we will be preparing a best of Garage Logic for tomorrow's Friday episode. Oh,
3: so that could also uh, allow you some time to poke around Pod MN on your smartphone if you're looking for another podcast that you want to hook up with. Pod MN on your smartphone. Flip over to the YouTube channel, find Garage Logic, and subscribe to it because we do have clips, quotes, uh, things that will entertain and educate you, and it's uh, it's lighthearted. So. Subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Um, Tinder? Are we on Tinder? No, we're not on Tinder. <laughs> John is. John is. Person. Okay, follow John on Tinder. Sweet, and uh, uh, See what's going right? on. Left? I don't know. Thanks for listening, guys and gals. Cha. Come on, a cha. Cha.
2: It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold, is with us once again. She, others, now is the time for you to do the same to make the call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by calling 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. When you call that number, you get Josh, and you're also going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic and Josh, today you are waiting for Godot, aren't you?
7: I am waiting for Godot very patiently, Chris, as is the rest of the market. Today we're having a little bit of a decline in the market as traders are on sell rather than buy, waiting for the consumer price index number to come out tomorrow. The belief is that if the consumer price index number is higher than expected, then the Federal Reserve will continue to raise interest rates longer into the year than had been anticipated. Many are of the belief that the Federal Reserve will go on pause if the CPI number is lower than expected, and particularly is much lower than expected on a month-over-month basis. For me, as I have been saying for many, many months, pay attention to Jay Powell and the Fed and what they they both say and do, and what the Fed has been saying is that regardless of where the CPI number is, until they see inflation coming down significantly and coming back down to their stated two percent target level, they're going to continue raising interest rates, and definitely for the next two meetings, the June and July meeting, they will increase. The Short term rate, 50 basis points or one half of 1%. The Fed is. Continue to tighten by selling bonds from their portfolio to shrink their balance sheet. And as they sell bonds, and particularly if they sell bonds at a discount, yields go up. What has not been spoken about, or I have not been hearing spoken about, is as yields go up, bond prices go down. So that is why if you are a holder of bonds or bond-oriented mutual funds, the values of that those funds are down this year and down significantly. If I were to look at the long-term treasury exemplified by the long-term treasury index, market symbol TLT. At the beginning of this year, it was trading at $148 a share, currently trading at $114 a share. That's down 23% year to date. Yes, the yield on that has gone up, but in order for an investor to make some money on that, we need interest rates to fall. I don't think interest rates are going to be falling very quickly. And if they do fall quickly, yes, you can make some money on the TLT, but you'd make even more money in stock. So I am sticking with my recommendation, talk my book of still investing in high-quality growth companies led by some of my favorite names, such as Apple and Amazon. We'll talk more about that next week, and we can review you what happened with the CPI number and the Fed.
2: Very good, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by doing exactly what I did. Pick up that phone and call 952 952- That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. Straight talk, never sugarcoated advice. Josh, as always, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day and a fantastic weekend. We'll do this again next week.
7: Thank you, Chris.
1: Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid, indoor for sure.